Are you a DJ too? Mm-mm. This is my only time I get to live it out. That's why he be so mad. Because I be, I be on my scratch. Where is it at? I can't hear it though. There we go. There she is. Hey. Oh, yeah. Yo, what up, 33? Tell me something good. Everybody you know, they tell me life don't come with no menu, so we're going to take it a day at a time. Man, by the time you got here, man, light your cigar, do whatever you got to do. Get comfortable so we can get this game going. Oh, shit, what do you need to come out? Man, just hold your man, man. That's all you got to do. Play some defense. Man, too late, man. Domino game. Good day. Great night. Good day. Great night. Well, well, well. We back again. I'd like to thank y'all for tuning into the Good Days, Great Nights podcast. Like I tell y'all all the time, man, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a special one, man. Before we get this thing started, I like to tell y'all that I think I'm gonna I'm gonna lessen my names these days, man. I've been I've been having about six of them. Uh, after this episode, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of pick two and go with them. If you know me in the cigar world, they call me Thirty Three. Um, some people call me Cool Breeze Al. So, uh, some call me, uh, Al G, uh, Uncle Al, uh, Alicia and Erickson's father and daddy, depending on how you, how you do your demographics or whatever your wordplay, uh, your auntie's favorite podcast host and your uncle's, uh, your uncle's favorite nephew. I ain't his new nephew, I'm his favorite nephew. Um, so, you know my rule of thumb. We never introduce our guests, but like I tell you all the time, this going to be, a this gonna be this one because uh, I think they got we're gonna knock their nerves off a little bit. They're gonna have fun with it. They don't even know each other, but they about to have some fun with it. So um we like to categorize people different versus off based off what they heard. They may have heard that you was running the halls of a sale, uh, running track, hanging with the home girl. Uh, they might have said they seen you out on a Sunday fun day. Might have seen you at the mall, uh being super mom. Might have seen you at uh six thirty in the morning. Telling, telling them, okay, one more set, one more set, two more sets, one more set. So they base everything based off of that, but they don't really know you as a person. So they kind of tag you by your name and the things that you do. So in the sense of this, we do this thing called Five Songs. Um, if, no one, if no one knew you and we were getting ready to take a road trip, you get to pick the place. Where do you want to go? Excuse me. Uh-huh. To Coney Island. To Coney Island. Okay. Coney Island, Okay. So we're going to fly there, or we are we driving? We're flying. We're going to fly, then go to Coney Island. So we're just riding up, we're riding to get there. Yes. Okay, okay. So uh, it's your turn to drive, because you, cause you, you got the rental. It was my job to get the... Um, I done been down that road now. <laughs> it's your turn. It's your turn. You got the rental. You got the rental. I don't got to get the rental. Normally, I'm the one. <laughs> I get stuck with the rental when it's out. Me and my homies going. So you get the rental. I take care of the Airbnbs and, uh, and the VIPs to the parties. So I, all you got is a rental. So it's your turn to drive. Five songs. If, uh, it's about six of us in the truck. They don't know you in the back on the third row. If you could, come a little closer to the mic and then tell me what you would think your five songs would be. All right, number one is going to be Larry June, Six Hustles. <laughs> it's like favorite song ever. Probably listen to it every single day. Okay. Um, just keep going. Yeah. My next song, Nicki Minaj, Moment for Life. The song just has a lot of nostalgia with me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. Come on. That's a good list. Um, third song, the Luther Vandross of This World Were Mine. Oh, so you is a you the young girl in the, in the <laughs> wood if they happen to play this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Story. One of my faves. Okay. Um, fourth song... 
getting down to the nitty gritty. Probably um, Nipsey Hustle dedication. Okay. Yeah, that got me through a lot. Okay, we got one more. <sighs> one more. Something they don't know. Sunday, Saturday morning, you cleaning up at the house, or maybe an old, old, oh, old Nita song. Baker, sweet love. There we go. Got five. I got, got, got a good five, too. Anita, Anita Baker, sweet love. Is that something like mom, family, or just kind of you picked it up on your own? Or how did, um, how did I would say that? it's family. More my aunt. Okay. Um, I used to spend a lot of time over there when I was younger. Yeah. And cleaning up, cooking. She loved Anita Baker. So okay. We'd be singing our heart out. So she was singing, then you kind of picked it up? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then Nipsey Hussle got you through some, some times? Yes. Um, dedication. It got me through workouts, to be honest. Yeah. When I first started and it was really, really hard, I would listen to that song on repeat, like, through for a whole hour. Okay. Okay. No doubt. Then we said um, The Wood, so um, oh. Luther, Luther Vandross. That, my dad. Your dad? Yeah. Cool, cool cat. Yes. Okay. No doubt. <laughs> then Nikki, Moment for Life. Um, With everything that I've been through in these past couple years, it's just like I've had so many major accomplishments and just reasons to smile. And it's like when I think back, I want to live those moments forever. So anytime I listen to that song, I can just relate so much to the moment that she felt like she wanted that moment forever. Right. And it keeps you going, makes you remember why you started. No doubt, no doubt. And then Larry June, Six Hustles? I just love Larry. I do. Okay. Uh, Six Hustles, that's... I feel like everybody should have multiple hustles. What 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 type is that on? What album is that on? That is on. I can't think of the name of it, but it's when he's in a white car with oranges in the back trunk. Okay, I'm about to check it out. I ain't, like I tell everybody, I ain't really got all the way into the catalog, so I'm digging to it oh. every more and more. So it's probably like 2015. That's cool. So if you do me a favor, introduce your cool self. Okay, I'm Christina Perry, owner of Body Love Personal Trainer. Uh-huh. Um, I work at a gym inside a building called The Nail at um, with the Tough Club. Okay. Um, I'm a mother. I have one daughter. She's 11. Okay. And I have a dog. She's nine, Bella. Um, that's cool. You said, so, no, no, that's, that's, that's perfect. So you said, so, Christina, mm-hmm. fitness fitness guru, is that what you said, yeah, right? That's cool. That's cool. Okay. So how long how long have you been in this in the in the realm of fitness? Like how long have you been doing it? Three years. Three years. One year full time. Okay. So what was the first year? What what made you get into it? Was it like one of those things within yourself or was it just like your friends or plus health issues? Okay. I grew up asthmatic, so I had asthma real bad. The older I got, the worse well, it's like it I don't know, it's I'm my body's weird. Like uh, when I was young I had it real bad, then like throughout Probably high school through young adult, it went away, and then like twenty seven, it came back. Okay, it was when I was younger. So, just that, and like people around me having health issues. Just the older you get, people don't realize like you really do have to take better care of your body if you want to be here. No doubt, no doubt. So that's so okay. So was it one thing like someone kind of gave you the game, like gave you the tools of it? Like you went and got seen the trainer first, or is it just you were just kind of going for what you know, home videos, or how Um, was that? So, um, one of my close friends, Michelle, she used to work out. Well, she still does. She's with child right now, so (laughs) she's not. But she worked out every day, all day. Um, She's not a trainer or anything. She just is always like fitness. It helps her get through her mental, you know, grind and everything else just through day-to-day life. Right. So, I just asked her, you know, can I start working out with you? And that's what happened. She was gay. Yeah. Okay. No doubt. I know that. No doubt. I've been seeing seeing these videos and – I seen this. I seen this cool cat. They get up and they doing squats, and I'm I'm kind of jealous, cause man, listen, I put a plate plate a plate and a half, so a plate maybe thirty five on each side. These old knees get to hollering. <laughs> but somebody was slapping two plates on and getting to the money. So I thought that was cool to see that to see that you had like that in your mind, like not just to do it. Um, some people just say, I just want a flat stomach, mm-hmm. but to say I want the total package. I think that's dope, you know what I'm saying, in that sense of that. So I want to give you your flowers and that. And you yeah. and you had the ladies getting up early and coming in and you seeing all these people coming in. Are you doing that like just for an hour in the morning or like what is that? Like a system? How long does that work out normally? 
Um, I do one hour session. Well, it's anywhere 45 minutes to an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I train pretty much. Well, I would say not all day. I start at 5 a.m., but I'm usually done by like 11 or noon at the latest. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you so you got it. So you, so you good afternoon. You kind of chilling. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No doubt. So 24 hours in a day, right? And uh, a lot of times we kind of moving. So it seemed like you up probably about four or five, getting to it. Get done. Well, got to take care of the dog. Got to uh, gotta take care of baby girl in the gym and everything else. What does that time um, like for you? Like, what does that look like? Um, like outside of that? or Yeah, just your time where you kind of get your mental, like, readjusted and kind of reset yourself. Do you take, like, a day to kind of reset? Or you, since you like Nicki Minaj, like, it's the moment. So, like, with me, like, it's always about the moment. Like, I'm kind of always... Kind of going, even when I'm not going, my mind won't let me kind of rest. Yeah. So I used to think that was just Virgo in me, but I think it's just the person period or whatever. So when you, when it looks like that within you, what does those peaceful moments look like for those resets for yourself? Ooh, peaceful moments. Um, I I couldn't even really tell you because mm-hmm. I don't watch TV. Okay. Um. I have the TV on sometimes. Okay. Typically when I'm at peace or at ease, I'm cooking or cleaning, to be honest. Like, okay. that's what calms my nerves. And you got a, you got a special way you cook your food because you know, <laughs> it's, it's some things you do with don't eat, right? Yeah, well, I still cook everything, though, because my daughter. So you, so, you, so you didn't force it on her? Oh, no. She would not play them games. So she, she's, she's cool <laughs> with the chicken and everything else? Oh, yeah. Okay. She did try to go pescatarian, um, lasted probably a day. Okay. <laughs> so, so okay, okay. So, so cooking and cleaning is is, is when you're at your peace. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. Know, so, that's weird. No, no, no. Because you got some people that's like they got to keep a clean house, got to keep it a certain kind of way, got to make it look a certain kind of way, and they like to cook their own food because they know what's going in it. Yeah. So, so that's definitely a given. I think that's dope. Okay. So, with that, I challenge people a lot of times because I think we go into a thing in life where we're kind of moving around. And we're constantly on the move, constantly doing things and constantly building our brands or just building ourselves to be better people. But I challenge everybody to get those moments where we turn the phone off. You already eliminated the TV and then turn off the world. And it's kind of like being selfish to a certain extent. But it's one of those things of self-care where you kind of got to reset yourself. Because a lot of times your mental is so messed up because you got everything that you're dealing with that eventually you hit a wall. And when you hit that wall, I know for me... I picked the gym back up. So I just picked it back up, just started really going more so heavier into it. But when I'm in there, I'm able to turn my phone off, airplane mode, just just music. You know, when I'm when I'm sitting at home and I'm kind of going through the vinyls, like I told you, I'm big on vinyl. So when I'm doing that, that's my time, you know, because when I have my kids and they're with me, I'm so kind of like focused, like tunnel vision on them. So I think that that's like important because of like mental. And I think it keeps people from, Later on, having to battle like the insecurities or the, the, the depressions of the world that the world gives us, you know what I'm saying? Especially you being a woman and then being a trainer, I'm pretty sure it's it's kind of one of those things where they perceive you to be a certain kind of way, and then when they know you, they see you as something totally different. So to be able to, to prepare yourself for that, I think that's something that we all kind of look into. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No doubt, no doubt. So as a uh, as a single mom, tell me tell me what does that look like? How does how is that? Single mom of eleven year old child, a preteen. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wasn't ready. <laughs> you wasn't ready. You wasn't ready. I'll say that. Um, I mean, for the most part, we have our own routine. It's been just us for a long time. So probably since she was like four. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how to <laughs> explain it. No, no. Like, so is guess, it is it is it fun moments? Is it is it like? Oh, or y'all like clowns together? Are you are you her friend and then a parent, or parent and a friend, or how does the balance I'm go? I'm definitely a parent and then a friend. Like everybody calls me the strict parent. Or are I'm you? Mean. So you don't let her go nowhere. I do though. That's why I try to tell her like you got to go so many more. Like my mama didn't let me go nowhere. Yes, ma'am. I mean nowhere. Yes. So yeah. when I tell her like you actually, she'd be like, "Well, that was different back in the 1900s." <laughs> like, girl, shut up. To hear, to hear somebody say 1900s is funny itself. <laughs> yeah. We used to say 1800s, and, and yeah, so that's different. But I would say I'm still her friend. Like, that's really yeah. my homie. Like, I know once we get older, we're we going to kick it. 
That's gonna be cool. That's gonna yeah. be cool. So I have a I have a thirteen year old daughter and a two year old son. He'll be three in September. Oh my god, it's a gap. Well, it's just the way the cards is <laughs> given. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, you just believe in love, yeah. and, and and love kind of comes and it goes in different places. You know what I'm saying? So when you see it in different places, each time you see it, you run to it. Don't run away from it. For sure. So at them, those two times in my life, I was in love. I was madly in love with both of them. You dig what I'm saying? So it was kids. Kids came out of there. They have some beautiful moms, but we just, we were selfish. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. We were oh. selfish. As, as, as having kids, I think, and that's just one of those things. When you have kids and then you're coming into your, your, your own still and you're still trying to find your way and then you got this person and you're trying to blend your love with their love language, mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, you really don't know each other. Yeah. And then by the time you learn each other, it's totally different. You see what I'm saying? You got the kid. <laughs> you, you got, but see, and, and you got the. We got the gift that keeps giving. I guess you would say. So you do have the kids, and the kids don't. They don't understand, and it's not their job to understand. No. So, so it's just one of those things. But big ten year gap. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I'm. Yeah. Like listen, it's it's. <laughs> I don't want to start over. Listen, if you if you can if you can uh, if you cannot, it's good to you know what I'm saying to not start over. So, um, I um. I I love the fact that you're doing that. Like I said, with your daughter, um, like I said, like I said, I think it's good to be their friends, but to be their parent first. I think that's a key thing. I think this generation may never know. Um, some of them may never know what it's like to have a strict parent. They'll always have their friends, and I think it hinders them sometimes. Their so friends know too. Yeah, and I think that's <laughs> and that's what it is because my dad was like that. When my partners came over, they knew like it's certain things you can do, certain things you can't do. You know what I'm yeah, saying? and I love that. Yeah, that, it seems like at some of her friends' house. I don't know if they have. Well, I know they don't have the uh-huh. same rules I have. Right, right, right. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, uh, man, I got to I got to shout out my people real quick. You know what I'm saying? So, good to go. This right here is a. Uh, this is Drip Ultra Pure Water. Uh, he doing good things. He also runs the uh, the Dispatch newspaper. So my God, got some good water. He got some good water. He got some going. I just got through teasing him just a minute ago about getting me a bigger can because I like <laughs> to drink a lot of water. So, but he got something going. So, I want to make sure that I shout him out. Um, I want to shout out my home girl. She got her own candle line as well. Showed me candles. Um, she does them uh, off the streets in like moments in Kansas City. Um, I think one of those is like Plaza Spice. I think the other one might be uh, Main Street. And then I think she has one that's like. The laundry mat and different, you know, different areas yeah. of the city or whatever. So it's it's a, it's a vibe. I think yeah. it's cool. And then the, you know the security guard right there in the front. That's that's Big Al. You know what I'm saying? You treat Big Al with the utmost respect right there. He's a cool cat. So um, when I when I look at life, uh, a lot of times um, I wonder, like, do our dreams, like when we when we get our dreams, like the things you're doing, like this is this is maybe not like. I don't know if this was like a dream from a childhood thing. Like, I want to be a boss, like my own boss. Do you think that by you doing this dream this this time around, when your daughter see, like, when she see the dream, how do you think it? Do you think she understands like the grind of it now or no? Oh, absolutely not. You don't think she does? <laughs> no, I know she doesn't. Uh, mm-hmm. We talk about it all the time. It's like she sees what I'm doing, but I don't know. It seems like these new kids, You're right? It just does not register. They just feel like I don't, they're privileged. They really are. Like yeah. She doesn't understand at all the grind. Mm-hmm. Like, and I take her to everything. I try to make her participate, but she still just, it does not click in her head. She just thinks that's how life's supposed to be. Right. So, so do you think that because they're privileged that it does them a disservice or does it help them just to, that's one less thing that they have to worry about? Because I know like as a kid, Seeing my parents struggle about bills or worry about bills may have hindered me a little bit, but it gave me responsibility. But it made me see it as that. So, do you think now with them, with her not having to see that phase of it, unless you show her like, "Hey, this is how you manage your money. This is how you do that, or whatever." How do you think that like that's going with her? Um, I think it's it's kind of a double-edged sword it's like it's it's a service because I don't want her to have to I don't want her to have to work while she's in high school right 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 right. that's not that's dope um but it is also a disservice because she 
she under she doesn't really understand the value of money. It's like she just thinks it's supposed to happen. So like this um, past spring, her and her friends spring break, mm-hmm. they did a lemonade stand. Okay. They made like seven hundred dollars in three days. What was they putting in their lemonade? Nothing. People was just giving them money. But I think that stuff just comes so easy to them, they didn't really understand because they weren't really working for it like right. that. Like, they didn't have to buy anything. They didn't have to do anything but just stand out there and wave a sign. And it was like, oh, now we got some money. Okay. Okay. So, so, dang, that's so you trying to sell lemonade this weekend? <laughs> I got some stuff I'm trying to do. Lemonade this weekend, we can get seven. So we were talking, and we had a conversation, and I was just asking you, like, the startup. And you said you had, like, a lot of love. You didn't really get, like, you know, the the, the horror stories that people say. They don't support or they don't do that. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. Um, so let me clear that up. So I'm not saying that I did not have any people that didn't show love. I just don't focus on that. Talk like, your talk. I focus on the people that do show love. Yeah. I have people that I know they go to other trainers or work out with other people that, you know, I feel like maybe should come with me or mm-hmm. don't repost or share or purchase the way that I feel that they should. Right. But I've never been one to focus on the negative. That mm-hmm. gets you nowhere. Don't do nothing but bring down your vibration. So I just focus on the people that do support me. And I got so much love from the people that do support me. Once people see that you're happy and you're doing good or you're trying to do better, people come out of nowhere. That's people up. you didn't even That's know. It. That's it. That's that's dope. That's dope. That's a great way to look at it. <laughs> no, for real, because you hear the stories and then you and then people get stuck in it. Yeah. Um, me and me and my guy, uh, the man, the myth behind the scene, Compex. Compex. He always, you know, so we always have conversations. Me and Corey, we talk, and we just like, man, you just gotta use what you have. You gotta stick to the plan. Like all those episodes prior was really like conversations that we've had. This conversation, conversation that we had prior, so it lets you know you're on the right path. And I think that we get so caught up in who doesn't support, which is very true, and we lose sight of the people that's really like holding us down. It's some it's some true listeners that if I don't post, they like what's going on. Now I be I be honest. I wish my people was would post more, but they can't post more. I barely post. You know, so I don't get on it like I need to. But I think like like me and my dog say, we kind of need a team. So we are looking for some interns. To kind of get into that, to kind of, you know, say help that part out. But I don't really post like I should. I probably can post more every day. But I just feel like when content is there, it's there. But my dog tell me all the time, you got the content. You just got to go, got to put it together. So, and it's just one of them things. Like, because I don't really be, you know what I'm saying? Go back, pull this and put this with this. And I, I'm like, and then I kind of start second guessing it. And then it'll be sitting there in the draft and it won't go. So much stuff in my Canva and different little apps that I have. I'm like, bro, I could have did something totally different. So I, I I get it. When you look at like your legacy, like long term, what do you what do you want it to be? What do you want it to look like? I want to be known for helping black women specifically. I have nothing against other races, but mm-hmm. I just feel like we have been um, disserviced when it comes to like the health and fitness field. Mm-hmm. As far as in this city, yes, like there's course like Atlanta Houston places like that it's big and booming um but I want to be known for helping my people yeah I want us to I want to pass that knowledge down like I want to make sure that everybody at least even if they aren't doing it they know that they have access to it at an affordable price yeah so so is that what keeps you in the city because like you said if you go anywhere else it'll take off fast but that's what's keeping you in the city just to put the city back on yeah yeah I'm here for my people that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. So, during the quarantine, you were doing some. You were doing some at work, at home, like routines and kind of showing them some stuff. Or how was that? How did that go? Um. <laughs> so quarantine is actually when I started my business. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I quit my job. Okay. That's when I decided to go full throttle with fitness. Um. So yeah, quarantine was a wake up call for me. Yeah. It was like I'm not dying doing that. Stuff I was doing before, like, nah. Was that like out. corporate America or that was just like a general job? Uh, it was corporate America. I worked at AT&T Business Sales. Oh, okay. Yeah, hated it every single day. <laughs> hated waking up, going to work every single day. Okay. So I was like, I, I can't live like this no more. Like, we, we getting shut down. I'm not going out like this. So just one day, you was just like. Mm-hmm. And my good friend, um, I don't know if you know who Wesley Hamilton is. I know him. So 
We had talks probably every single day during quarantine, and I told him, like, I was like, I'm not going back to work. I'm not going back to work. I'm not going back to work. He sat there and helped me make my LLC. We made a plan. Okay. We used to every single Sunday sit down, write out what we're going to do, how we're going to help our community, how we're going to get the word out, mm-hmm. and just literally grind it out for, like, a whole year. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope, though, because, like, I think every day, as a person who works in corporate America, been in there 11 years, it's harder every day to get out the bed. Mm. But if I'm doing this, oh, man, I'm it's rolling. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I get up at four like that, no yeah, problem. Yeah, it's, it's that. But when, it, when I know I got to – and I think it's mainly because it's like you know you're, you're supporting somebody else's, like, nest egg. Yeah. And your nest egg is like this, this big. And so it messes you up. And you find yourself, like, working two jobs or – Feel like you got to do this to do this, or you got to pick and choose what you can do. I think it's a lot of a lot of people don't take the time out to actually find out what their purpose in life is. Yeah. Once you know your purpose, you'll never want to spend another day doing something else. Right. Like, it's just like you're wasting your life at that point. No doubt, no doubt. So when when you're in the gym and you and you coming up with the routines and everything like that, and you got the ladies in there. I seen you had the jug. I seen you had the jug that was that was holding them accountable to the water. Is that what we doing? Like, what's yeah. up? Yeah. Um, so I have a fitness accessory and apparel line as well. Okay. Um, where I'm sold out right now, but I do have I have water bottles that I was selling, and people don't understand the value of drinking water. Right. I argue with some of my ladies every single day. They'll be like, "Well, can I do the sparkling water or flavor water?" Like, no, just mm-hmm. drink regular water. Why is this so hard? So it just kind of gave me a realization like, okay, it's easy for me to drink water, but some people really do struggle with something as simple as that, which could make a game changer. You might lose 10 pounds in a week just because you were drinking so water. loaded off of sugar from drinking Coca-Cola after Coca-Cola every day. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so how much you need a day? How many, how many ounces? Um, I would say do at least 70 ounces a day. You're supposed to do like half your body weight in ounces. Okay, we'll tell, I'll tell my body weight offline. <laughs> and then you can tell me how much I got to drink because I don't tell these folks. I would my say business. 70 ounces is good. That's like um, almost a little under two liters. Okay. And it's not hard to do. Well, I want to say something. Some people it could be hard it's to do. It's a buy in. But I think like going straight to a gallon, um, it, which it can be done. I did that for a month. But it is a lot more difficult to consume a gallon and then your like, bladder, your body has to adjust to it. It's just a, a big shock for your body doing that. Okay. So I think people do sometimes do too much at once and get overwhelmed when it could have just took baby steps. Okay. So I'm going to ask a question that everybody asks. Is cardio important? Very much so. Cardio is that deal? Yeah. Yeah. Heart health is everything. And it's like the number one killer in the black community is cardiovascular issues. So you got to get it in. Yeah. At least a mile or what? Two miles? What you need? 30 minutes? I'm not going to say any commitments. I just say stay active. Stay active. Do what you can. You got to crawl, walk, whatever you got to do. Roll. If you're in a chair, do what you got to do. No doubt. No doubt. So, also in the uh, in the world that we live in, uh, relationships. <laughs> when we talk about relationships, we talk about like, we'll talk about relationships and we'll talk about friendships, but relationships. What do you think this gener- this era, this era right now that we're in? I won't say generation because we got some people that's 50 that still act like they're 20. So what do you think? Um, <laughs> drink your tea. <laughs> so what do you think? Uh, what do you think is hindering this outside of like the normal social media commitment? Explain. I really think that's what it is. A lot of people, um, at least with this generation, we're like a minute generation, instant. Um, if we don't like it, we moving on to the next thing. People don't fight for stuff. It's like um, even with business, like. You have to stay dedicated. You have to keep on doing it. Even if you only get three likes, you still need to post the next day. Even if you only got two people on your live, you still got to keep going because okay. you got to be consistent. Nothing is ever going to happen if you're not consistent. And okay. I think relationships is the same way, and people just give up. One little thing they don't like, they're done. Or even if they say they're not done, they do what they want to do, and another person finds out. and then it's, To make them be done. Yeah. So in in your mind, like, what would be the thing that could change that narrative? Like, do you have to go back to those old, old school ways of, like, courting a person? Or do you have to be – because nowadays you see ladies, they're kind of, like, taking the, the front row to, like, hey, that's, I'm, I'm shooting my shot. You ain't got to shoot this shot. I'm going to shoot mine from 
from one side of the street to the other side of the street? Do you think like that's a thing that's messing us up? Or do you think it's just more or less of just, like you said, the commitment part of it? Like what will change it? I think good examples of healthy relationships Mm -hmm. would help change it. Because, like, a lot of people that I know, they say, oh, marriage is not like it used to be. It's not what it was in the old days. But my parents have been married for, what, 35 years? Yeah. Yeah, 35 years this year. So it's like, well, no, there are still healthy relationships. My Mm -hmm. best friend's parents have been married. Like, people do have examples. They just, like, they don't talk about it. Right. Like, y'all need to be writing a book or something about the stuff y'all go through. Like, in the black communities that have healthy relationships because – we don't have any good examples of that, so nobody believes it exists. No doubt, no doubt. I think, and I think that's, I think that's major because, but I think that, too, in that, in that segue and in that light, it was never, it was never a thing of like they never bashed each other. You dig know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't that. Yeah, it was, was just no like social media. it wasn't, but it was no social <laughs> media. But you never, you never knew. Like my grandparents. My grandpa moved in the front room. You see what I'm saying? So it was like a front room. You dig what I'm saying? Like the front bedroom. My grandma was in the back bedroom. But you never heard her say like, oh, no, you getting on my nerves in front of the kids. Like none of that. Mm-hmm. But now it's so quick to be like in front of kids. And then kids yeah. pick up on it. And then they have to pick a side. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Or they look at like dad is less of this. Her mom is less of this. So I think it's dope. Like when you see parents that be like, Hey, we it's grown folks in here talking. Go in the other room. You see what I'm saying? Yes, so, me. but I'm the same way. Like when my daughter comes around, she like, and like she's the 13, so she's at that age right now where she want to be, you know, she want she want to be where she can have her fun at. Mm-hmm. I'm fun. I'm 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 a ball of fun, but it's certain things that you just not gonna do with me. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, I didn't came in houses and she's sitting at the table with the grown women. I'm like, uh, excuse me, y'all, how y'all doing? They like, what's up? We good? I'm like, y'all can't be good. Somebody in here sick. They're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, why are you in here? It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's all adults in here. Like, because I think we force our, we allow our kids, and it's now forcing them to grow up earlier than they have to be. Mm-hmm. And it takes away the them from being naive to the world. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. now you in there and you're like, well, girl, and now you're going to school. My mama was talking mm-hmm. about so-and-so, so-and-so, and my cousin was talking about this, and my daddy, he was around his boys, and they was talking about some girl mm-hmm. on Instagram, and you see what I'm saying? Now yeah. it's the thing. So you have to mind, you know, be mindful of what you have your kids around. But I'm real big on, like, bruh, like, make sure that your kids, like, stay kids. You know what I'm saying? No, me too. And and then just pick and choose what you talk about. And let them form their own opinion of the situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, you and your daughter. You know what I'm saying? With her dad. Like, let her form her own opinion. So that way, later on, it's not a thing of, like, oh, it was mama tripping. No, nah, I wasn't mama tripping. This is what it is. This is this mm-hmm. is what this is the facts. This is what it is. I think that's the thing that and we at the uh, the newly remodeled Pure Hookah Lounge. 3419 Main, right? That's where we at. All right. So going back to like what I was just saying, like I said, I won't I won't light it. I'll wait till we get through and I get some more in there. But uh going back into what I was just saying, like when you look at like um like the like the stereotypes, you know what I'm saying? How do you think that um we can change that? Because the older generation thinks that we're the problem where maybe they stuck in some of their ways is a stereotype that I hear a lot of times. Like, oh, no, nah, y'all, y'all messing it up because y'all doing this or y'all doing that. Like, how do you feel, like, some of the stereotypes that you've heard recently? Um, I'm trying to think of, like, can you give me an example of what, like, a stereotype you're talking about? Okay, so all y'all want to do is drink Costa Migos on the weekend and party and... <laughs> and have hot girl summers and don't none of y'all want to be mamas. That's a fact, no, I'm <laughs> 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 um, Hey man, listen. I but I feel like back in the day they was getting they 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 in the raw song, they they slide family stone. Um, going to the I remember my mom used to go to the I'm from Kansas originally, one like county. So I remember my mom used to tuck us in and then, you know, before she got saved, it's, it's no secret. <laughs> my dad my dad no no, listen. My mom used to go to Firelight. 
My little sister, my little sister, um, my sister Tisha, she used to, as a kid, when she played house, she had my mama pocketbook on. It's what she would call it. And some heels. And she would say, I'm going to the fireway. That was her jokes. That was her, you know what I'm saying? That was her thing. So it was like, that's a given. You know what I'm saying? My dad, the manor house, uh, Adams Mark, like, they had their fun. So now... When I say, man, I'm going to the juke, the two-step, they're like, oh, y'all just running up in and out them clubs. Y'all need to get somewhere and sit down. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's mm-hmm. the stereotype that you hear. Like, y'all can't be parents because y'all always taking vacations and traveling and all of this. And, you know, my parents was real big on, like, making sure we all went. So it was like that. So some of those type of deals. Um, I would say that that is somewhat of a stereotype, but I feel like the older generation has a very selective memory of mm-hmm. the things that they used to do. That's true. Um. Like, just own up to it. I feel like our generation more owns up to it, and it's not such, it's not hidden. Like, yeah. We don't hide where we're going. We don't just, oh, don't worry about it. Like, you know, you need to tell people where you're going because something could happen in That's this true. day and age. That's true. Because, um, yeah, my mom used to leave me and my grandma's house all summer. No there was no cell phones. Hey, so, 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 so we, uh, I, we I don't had, know what she was doing all summer. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. So mom was at Swope Park back when the loop was in. Okay. <laughs> so when, in the sense of that, I remember my mom used to drop us off, right? And she gave us a loaf of Iron Kids bread, some bologna, <laughs> couple of the pieces. Take this in the house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, take this in the house. I'll well, make it work, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I do remember that. Now, uh, sometimes I have guilty. Uh, I find myself being, like, I feel guilty when I want to have fun. You see what I'm saying? When oh, I want to. Do not. Yeah, like, when I want to travel, not. have fun, a beer, like, because I have two. So, and I feel like the time that I have with them now, I have to, like, preserve it. So, a lot of times, my dog will be like, but let's go go somewhere. Let's go hang out. Let's go do where my other homies or my homegirls. Hey, come out. And I'm like, bro, I don't, I don't want people to see me this way. So that's what I'm saying. Like when I say stereotypes, so I think that they say, well, you know, oh, you a, you a single man or you a man and you got, you know, uh, you're a two-time baby daddy. So you know you ain't no good. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not a two-time father, but a two-time baby daddy. So, you, you know, like those are stereotypes that I think we have to kill. Yeah. And I think that it's, uh, it makes, it, now it takes you to a place that once you get those st- stereotypes, it makes you feel like kind of damaged goods. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's that was that's my that's one of the reasons why I was asking like how do you like what like what is one that you hear that, that gets on your nerves? Maybe even in the fitness world. Oh, well, I could go on all day about that, but um, I would say as far as relationships or just stereotypes. I mean, I'm a, a single black mother, so I'm I'm a walking stereotype. <laughs> um, I. People assume everything about me. They uh-huh. assume because I have a child, I still mess with the child's father. Yeah, so yeah. it's not really over. Or they assume because I am a single mother that I'm on government assistance. Mm-hmm. Um, they assume that since I'm in the fitness world, I'm a hoe. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They just they assume a lot of things from so, what I could tell. No, you, you gave some good ones, though. So so with that, with that, and you, you touched on something that was real good, like, when it's over, it's over. You see what I'm saying? Like, as mm-hmm. far as, like, relationships go with that. I think a lot of times we we, we, we find a we victim. Sometimes we double back, you know, out of, like, love and out of, like, the fear of, like, starting over. You know what I'm saying? I think some people do double back. You know what I'm uh, saying? I know a lot of them. It's, so, it's, I mean, it's not necessarily a stereotype. Yeah. It's real life. So, so, so that, but I think when when you learn that it's really truly a thing that every time it's not that, I think that's something that's something dope. But I think people do look at that. I think, being honest, they would perceive you as this, or they, oh, you, this person got to be easy, or this person's got to be that. I just feel like we make it harder on each other by giving those things instead of saying like, oh man, I'm just gonna learn this person. Like, I'm gonna date them, court them, be smitten by them, and then later on grow and don't worry about the past. How do you feel like it would be for you to blend a family though? Like, how do you think that that would go? Being that you and your daughter is best friends, plus baby girl, the dog, which is none. <laughs> so how do you feel like, how do you feel like that would go if you was the blend families? I'm not trying to marry you off or nothing tomorrow or nothing, but how do you feel? I don't know. Um, she, I've never really had like a, a consistent long-term thing that I've introduced her to. Okay. For her to even 
She don't like the idea of it. I'll tell you that. Most kids like, don't. Most kids don't. Like, no, you don't need a boyfriend or a husband. Mm-hmm. She wants me to have a baby, though, but she doesn't want me to be with the child's father. She said, we could just do it like you did me. Like, what you think? <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, no. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Oh, well, <laughs> that's, yeah. di- that's different. I don't know how it would be to blend a family. Mm-hmm. Is that something that, that you're open to? I don't know, because I'm kind of biased, too. I, I carry my little stereotypes. Like, I typically don't talk to men. Um, if your child is under the age of five, it's a no for me. Because it, cause it's too fresh. It's too fresh, and I feel like you need that time. If y'all are separated and really not messing around, you need that time to be with your child That's and dope. heal and deal with that bond. But in my experience, yeah, yeah, yeah. it ain't over when they that Right, 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 right. No, that's, and I, think that's, I think that's true to a certain extent. I think that, you know, it is some, it is some situations where you're still battling. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like that child, girl, or boy, mm-hmm. being that young, they have both they should have both parents in their life. I don't want to be in the mix of that and confusing a baby. Right. Calling me mama or something all of a sudden. Right. Like, I don't know. So, I want you to know who your mother is. I'm not that. Right. I would be a mother figure, but not your mom. Right, right, right. So when when you go into that and it's your and it's your and it's your daughter turn, right? Uh, and maybe her dad, he starts a new family or I don't know if he has or whatever. How would you feel about that when it goes into the whole bonus mom on that side? Oh, I'm all for it. He actually does have a girlfriend. She got three kids. She uh-huh. comes over there all the time, spends a night. I don't have any issues with it. As long yeah. as she she's old enough at this point, if something's right. wrong, she's going to tell me. That's cool. Did you so. have to meet her and all that? Or you didn't really want to? Um, I wanted to. He wasn't really down for that. <laughs> so. I, mean, I mean, a lot of times it's like that, and man. she really wasn't down for that either, I don't think. Yeah. Um, at this point, they've been together probably about four years, I think. That's dope. That's dope. I mean, that's dope because the sense of that she can go over there mm-hmm. and it's cool and it's comfortable. So that's co-parenting. Yeah, so uh, I have yeah. no issues with blended families whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I just, I ain't blended one myself. You just ain't, you just ain't going. You just ain't going. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, that's cool, man. I just think, like I said, because people sometimes, they feel like once you're in a relationship with somebody and it's over, that it still has to be like animosity. No, we just have to love each other from afar. We have to put our, you know, we have to be adults for the sake of the kid. A little animosity at one point. <laughs> Listen, you're going, because you, you know why? There's still some hurt there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's still some hurt there. There's still some resentment on why it didn't work or how could I fix it to make it work or what does that look like to make it work? You see what I'm saying? And that's why I don't talk to people with young kids. Yeah. Because I, I done been there before. Yeah. I mean, no, that's that's real. That's real. It's, it's uh, This world is different now compared yeah. to being uh, in, a, in a committed uh, relationship, marriage, and now coming back into this world, I ain't gonna lie to you. I have some, I have some scary days in this because I don't really want to, oh, yeah. I don't really want to entertain it because I just, I don't want to be hurt. I don't want to yeah. be hurt, and I don't want my kids to be hurt, and I don't want, I don't want to blend another family and it not be for long term. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but you can't live in fear. If you want yeah. to actually have a family and find love, you, I've known you have to open yourself up. I was closed off to it for a long time. Just recently, I yeah. started dating like a year ago, and it's it's been scary. <laughs> That's, you see what I'm saying, though. But but yeah. imagine that, and then but I think too, as a man, being honest, being transparent, I have to get my shit together. Yeah, like you have to get your sh- like your shit has to be together, and it's not like financially together, but mentally, you have to be together. Because I know it was some times that my mental was not together. And self-worth, self-value, and how you love someone, you cannot attach your love to, a, like, a person. Mm-hmm. You know, it has to be, like, your own love. Yeah. And if you attach it to a person, like, it's going to really throw it throw it in a loop. You dig know what I'm saying? It's going to ruin you. Yeah, it, 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 it'll, 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 it'll mess you up into a, a different a different kind of, a real different kind of place. So, got, got the accessories. Got the accessories. We're going we're gonna to restock here soon, right? Um, I'm not restocking bottles. I don't want to do that again. Okay. <laughs> it was a headache. Okay. So the bands? Yeah, bands restocking. I have bands in stock, but I'm I'm working on a new pattern. I would say that. Okay. Are you going to come out with the uh, clothing and stuff too? I am going to do a release in the fall. I've, I took a break from that because I love to train. I love to work out. Right, right. I love to work people out. Um, when I started up my clothing line, I had no idea how much time consuming that was going to be 
And it was getting to where I couldn't do what I actually love to do. Right. So I don't know. I don't want to go back down that road right now. But once a year, I think I can keep up with that. And it seems like the fall is when it slows down for me as far as fitness-wise goes. Okay. So it would be a good time to pick up that. Again. Is that why everybody booed up by the end? Is they in love? Or, like, what's going no, on? just, like, Thanksgiving through Christmas. Well, yeah. I would say Thanksgiving up to New Year's is when – People are like, oh, I need to take a break. I need to do this. I need to do that. I got to buy Christmas presents, which I get it. And I have no problem taking a break, too. But I still right. got to get income. So it's right, like, right. well, I did numbers during Black Friday. So I definitely want to make sure I had that back in track. Right, right, right. That's cool. That's cool. Okay. So when you go into, uh, when you go into life, a lot of times uh, we, uh, we, maneuvering, we maneuvering out in and out of life and we doing what we got to do. And something was to happen. And I asked you this before, I believe. But we'll ask again. Emergency contact. <laughs> Who Who's the first person you would call? My child's father. <laughs> do you see the irony in this? <laughs> yeah, it's sad. <laughs> but but, you, but you, do you get it? Yeah, I do. So thank God for love. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, thank God for care, for the sense of caring. Yes, because for family. It, that too. So you calling him first? Yeah. Because oh. that's because I mean the next person closest to me is my daughter, and if something is going on with me, then he got to get her. Okay. So you call him. <laughs> he come to change the tire. Oh, I wouldn't call him for no, no, like no, that. no. Don't mess my story. <laughs> like, don't don't mess my story. <laughs> that, like that. So what you call him for? Give me an example. Um, let's say I. If I did have a flat tire and I was on my way to pick her up from school, something like that, him. then I would call him. He he can't pick her up. He is he is occupied or got something going on that it, it, it doesn't allow him to pick her up. Who's the next person you call him? Uh, probably his brother. You see what I'm saying? His brother or his baby mama or somebody. So this is the thing. <laughs> his baby mama. His, his, his child's mother. So, <laughs> so this is the reason why I asked. A lot of times people say my parents, my brother, my sister, this person, that person. And they say it because that's their comfort. You were the first person that's ever said my child's father. Our situation is a little different. So my parents don't live here. Yeah. Both his parents are deceased. Yeah. Um, my brothers and sisters do not live here. He has two brothers that live here. One of his sisters passed away. Right. So it's really when it comes down to that, it's just us. Yeah. So we are pretty much each other's primary contact if something happens because we got a child to take care of. Okay. And we don't have nobody here. Like, my mama lives 17 hours away. Oh, wow. So it's like, I can't just call and be like, oh, can you do this? Gotcha. Nah, it's me or you. That's it. So it made it, made it be a stronger parenting thing. <laughs> it should have been, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. No, like I said, I ask, I ask a lot, man, because you're like the first one that I say that. Everybody else said their mama, their sister. It is. They, I wish uh, I could call my mama or my sister. But then they look at their phone and they can't tell you one number without their phone. So that's why I asked it. Mm. Because some people don't even remember numbers. They don't even write them down. They just. I'm going to say my mama, <laughs> my daddy, my brother. Yeah, by heart. And him. Only numbers I know by heart. If yeah. I go to jail, I'm calling one of them. Well, no, listen, is it because you drunk too, too much Casamigo, you going to jail, or you just oh, going to jail because they was in the in the gym tripping? You never know. Okay. <laughs> you no never doubt, know. No doubt. So I thank you uh, for coming today, right? I uh I really appreciate it. Uh, got some more stuff that I'm going to do down the pipe. But you know uh, that uh, the her perspective, the one we did prior, um, was a great, great one. I had a, I had a blast. You, you brought the fruit tray. I appreciate you for that. I got I to gotta shout you out. You brought the fruit tray. So I appreciate you for that. We're going to do some more of them. Anything that you want to uh, promote that you got coming up? Any um, specials or anything as far as how they can reach you or anything like that? Yeah, so you can reach me. Uh, the best way to reach me is on Instagram on bodylove underscore KC. B-O-D-Y-L-O-V-E underscore KC. Um, I do have a Facebook to be honest, I really don't check anything with my Instagram. So if mm-hmm. you hit me on anything else, you, it's going to be a minute. Um, I don't really have any specials that I'm doing right now. I do have a fitness class every Saturday, 8 a.m. Um, I'm working on adding an additional class. Um, 
But I just want everybody to stay healthy and active, regardless of what your body goals are. And I'd love to help. No doubt, no doubt. So, one more. I got one more. Young kid. Young young lady. She wants to get into this business. What advice? Start. Don't procrastinate. <laughs> I, I, that's really the only, like, when people ask me, like, what do you do? Like, uh-huh. I sat there and prayed about it and wrote out plan after plan. Didn't nothing happen until I started it. So that's you, dope. you really have to actually start. Whatever you're trying to do, do it. No doubt. If you don't know what you're doing, just try it. If it don't work, try it another way. No doubt. No doubt. So, my rule of thumb, never <laughs> goodbye. I always see you later. I hate goodbyes, man. I always see you later. Uh, may God be your direction. We'll be your seatbelt in this thing called life. Or God be your seatbelt and we be some of your direction. You know what I'm saying? Um, be cool. Be safe.